It's hard to believe we're moving into 2024, and we're so grateful for your support of our podcast. We're taking a short break, and we will be back with a brand new episode on January 15th. Indeed, but in the meantime, we've picked out a past episode to share with you. We hope you enjoy it. Stay safe and healthy and have a very happy new year. We'll talk soon. Happy New Year! Welcome to the Positive View Podcast, the podcast where we explore life circumstances, mental roadblocks, and endless opportunity to discover the positive view. I'm your host, Brianna G. And I'm your other host, Christy Murphy. In this episode, we're revisiting positive affirmations. Woohoo! I can't wait. Uh, but before we get into that, at the end of each episode, we set a mission for ourselves. And our last mission was to look for something we're ready to let go of. And if maybe we're not quite ready to let go of something, then just look for the willingness to let it go a little bit farther in the future. Christy, how did that go for you? You know, this actually went really great. There, I realized that I was holding myself back a little bit when I write. I am, uh, what do they call it? I'm, I'm what you call an immersive daydreamer, bordering on, on occasions, uh, a maladaptive daydreamer, right? Where I daydream more than I get things done. And uh, the same part of my brain that writes books, daydreams. However, I've always held back from using a lot of my daydreams mm -hmm. for my books because I feel like they're a little melodramatic and they're a little mm -hmm. embarrassing and very, very personal. And what usually ends up happening is I write the book and then I end up needing things anyway. And so I sort of fall into dreaming about the book. And then from there, it kind of gets in anyway. But I think one of the things I'm willing to let go of I'm, is I'm willing to let go of the holding back and worrying about whether I'm there's a I mean I distinctly remember my mom saying you're so melodramatic mm -hmm. and the truth of the matter is I'd like to be Spock-like and reasonable but in my heart of hearts Brianna I'm very melodramatic mm -hmm. I'm very I'm all of the things that I'm afraid to be judged it was really funny because I was telling my sister that and I was like you know I'd like to think I was an even-keeled person and I said, but the truth is, or, I, or I'd like to be seen as an even-keeled person. And I think I can be even-keeled. <laughs> no, what, it wasn't even-keeled. I'd like to, people not to see me as much of an emotional person. And I said, but the truth is, I've been trying to hold that back. And I don't even know if I've been successful. <laughs> like, of course I haven't. Did it, I... <laughs> like, so, I mean, the cat is out of the bag, Brianna. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> why have I been doing that? I have no idea. Also, on a side note, um, I have a cold. So if you're hearing something weird in my voice and I'm just a little bit delirious and kind of spacey, riding the um, daytime cold medicine high. <laughs> just letting everybody know. It's going to be a fun one. <laughs> it's going to be a fun one. Or you're just going to be like, are you there, Christy? Oh. I think so. <laughs> Well, I love that because, um, you know, this idea of being able to let go, in particular, being able to let go of uh, like how we're thinking of ourselves or, or maybe some limiting beliefs that we have of ourselves to get to something new and maybe more more to the heart of who we feel we are. I feel like that's kind of where I am headed. I had less of a letting go and more of a, okay, I'm approaching 
I think I could let this go eventually. I think you and I had a conversation um, about when we were talking really about the you feeling um, uh, wanting to be Spock like <laughs> in your in your um, responses to thing things. I feel like I too was have been exploring this idea of, and it comes I think out of at least in part this affirmation work, which we'll get into, but this idea that um, I think that I'm a little more at heart, want to be a little more adventurous and spontaneous than I have been historically. And so looking at it from a perspective of letting go of this idea that I'm, you know, I... (laughs) Like, I feel like somehow I gave myself the label of I'm the sensible one, which is crazy because I'm I'm an only child. So I'm the only one. So why I can't be sensible and like a sensible adventurer. I don't know. Uh, But so I think uh, what what that this idea of letting go has started me down the path of is identifying like, well, how did I get here and where do I need what is it that I really want to do and how is my current viewpoint of myself or my identity or, you know, how I'm looking at myself, how is that maybe holding me back? And then what parts of that do I need to keep and what parts of that do I need to let go of? Cause it's not like I'm throwing, you know, the baby, the water and the tub out. There are some things that I get to keep and that I certainly think are going to be helpful. Uh, But I think I'm getting a wider viewpoint of myself or a more, I'll say comprehensive view of myself and, and this idea that I can, I can, I can still be sensible. I can still be, you know, reasonable, calm, rational, all those things. And I can be ready to maybe seek a little bit more adventure, try a few more things and, and I will still be okay. I love that. And you did mention that in a way, you know, you and I have been trading positive affirmations for a good couple of months now. I think we've been doing it on the um, Marco Polo, which they say is the Snapchat of old people. I think that's what I've heard. <laughs> um, and so we decided we'd go ahead and we would revisit uh, exploring positive affirmations. So Brianna, when I say we're vi- revisiting exploring positive affirmations, what does that mean for you? Um, first of all, I love that I'm using a uh, a platform for old people. That's brilliant. Um, I would say. The I downloaded Snapchat. I don't have anybody to chat with. Okay. There's nobody our age on Snapchat. Yeah, that's fine. You know, you go where your people are. Um, I'm the I, only one who's, who Marco Polo's with me anymore. I tried to get two other friends to do it and one of their phones broke and the other one just downloaded it and then escaped. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> so whoo, what does revisiting exploring positive affirmations mean? I think it means coming back to talking about how it not only how it's been going, but how my perception of positive affirmations has changed just since uh we did this last. So uh, I think I, I know this sounds maybe odd, I have a more positive outlook on positive affirmations than I maybe did when we first, just, I'm actually excited to talk about it versus the last time we did it. I was a little more, um, I was embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you know, 
this is a great idea. And then it came to actually talking about it. And I was like, this is embarrassing. Let's stop. Um, so now, though, I think because we've been doing it uh, for for the most part daily for the last couple of months and being able to see how how I will say simple it is and how effective it has been in just giving me that it's not a full it's not a full turn it's not it's it's just like this little bit of a like a quarter of a turn in how I am viewing things and how and I think the the key is being how saying it out loud every day is just changing my viewpoint not only of myself I think but also just in general what's possible like what the world holds I think that's why coming I wanted you know we talked about it and we wanted to come back to this is to to say, okay, we've been doing this now for a little bit, and here is what we've experienced. Absolutely, I totally agree. I was um, excited about the idea of it, and then embarrassed at the exact same time, which I think is the genesis of all great ideas, is mm -hmm. there's a reason why I never did it before, right? And um, Stuart Smalley, hello. <laughs> Positive daily thoughts with Stuart Smalley. Stuart Smalley, a character from Saturday Night Live in like the 90s or something, or maybe the early 2000s, I can't remember, used to do this sketch about I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. And because of that sketch, I was introduced to the concept of it. I think I may have like shelved some books at B. Dalton when I was in high school on affirmations, and I kind of looked through it. It looked good, but I just couldn't bring myself to do it. One, because um, I had my own set of affirmations that I didn't realize I was doing, which was negative talking to myself constantly. Mm -hmm. And I remember we did positive self-talk and then we did positive affirmations. And I think those things are really closely related. And I hadn't realized to what extent, to what extent I cringed at talking positively about myself until we got into recording those two episodes. Because when I listened to it back, it was so hard for me to say like some basic nice things about me uh -huh. because I was genuinely embarrassed and I was worried people would think I'm big headed. I was worried people would think, oh, you're beautiful. Are you like everybody's beautiful? There's no reason why I can't think I'm beautiful. Um, I know why, because maybe there was a kid who hated me in the sixth grade and yelled at that I was ugly, like who may not even remember me, who I could not pick out of a lineup unless he was like, I don't know, like screaming from a building with his bike up against the wall. Like that probably <laughs> be the only context in which I could recognize that kid. Um, oh. Like all of these weird things that I've been carrying around for years and just every day telling myself I am these things and saying it in the present tense and just trying to get myself in the habit of even being comfortable thinking good thoughts about me. The amount of discomfort I used to have to just say, I am healthy and make healthy choices. That's mm -hmm. one of my affirmations. I am healthy and make healthy choices. Mm -hmm. I am beautiful. The fact that I couldn't just say, I am beautiful, three words, which logistically speaking, that is not a difficult thing to do. The fact that it caused me so much discomfort just made me go, wow, that's remarkable. It, it was remarkable to me how uncomfortable it made me. And it let me know 
that deep down, I didn't believe it to such an extent that I almost couldn't even say it because it felt like me lying to myself and it felt like me asking the world to tell me that I was ugly. It felt like a lot of things, Brianna, a lot of things that nobody cares about but me. Hmm. Nobody is sitting around wondering why this middle-aged lady sitting in a room all by herself is thinking thoughts about herself. Like nobody cares, Brianna. (laughs) I'm just a lady walking to the refrigerator. Nobody's Mm going to begrudge me a few kind words in my mind to myself. Why Mm -hmm. did I think that was such a big deal? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How dare I, Brianna? How dare I? (laughs) Right. Right. Oh, boy. This idea that it's so much easier to, like, that it's so hard to speak positively and kindly to ourselves and to to affirm ourselves, but it's so easy to to pop out those negative affirmations. I mean, they come out so quick. I think that what I found in this time that we've been doing this is of course, doing the affirmations, you know, in the app. And it's just, first of all, it's just fun to do, especially when I've forgotten and I'm like, crap, I got to get up. (laughs) I gotta, I gotta go polo because I do mine at night. Um, And then, but coming back to it and on the day, like if I've missed a day, I feel like I can feel it. And I feel like what I'm missing is that encouragement because what I found is in sharing it and saying it out loud and coming back to it day after day, I am giving myself the encouragement that I thought, maybe that I thought I needed from the, or was looking for from the outside, like from those external sources. And certainly I get encouragement from people, but I, it's almost as if I finally realized, even though I'm a positive, I have a positive attitude, I'm a positive thinker, I'm a cautious optimist, (laughs) even though I have all of those things, I don't know that I was necessarily affirming for myself. I don't know that I was always encouraging about me. Like, I don't, it's hard to, to, to differentiate, but like explain the difference, but I could have a positive perspective on the world in general. I didn't always have an encouraging and positive perspective on me and my abilities or me and my ability to get out and try something or do something. And so I feel like, aside from cultivating that positive attitude uh, that we've been doing now for however long, I feel like this positive, taking this time to actually do the positive affirmations, not just think about them, not just roll them around, not even to just journal them, but to actually say them out loud, even in the beginning when it was so cringeworthy, it has made a difference and I feel more encouraged. And I feel like I, almost like I have this little bit of armor now that allows me to kind of operate a little bit differently or kind of step into the world a little bit differently than I had even a few months ago. And I just feel like these positive affirmations uh, have been a really wonderful, what's the word, a compliment, 
compliment to the other work that I've been doing. And I'm really grateful that, you know, that we were like, this is so uncomfortable. So it must mean we've got to do it. (laughs) I'm just glad that we, you know, we took that plunge and that then we have that opportunity to share them back and forth. Cause I, I truly don't know if I would keep doing it if we didn't have the buddy system. I agree. I love the buddy system. I, um, I have this like habit app and I've been, I try to say my affirmations twice on my own. And then I send you the polo back with my affirmations on it because I really wanted to like the armor, I think is a really great way of putting that. Right. Cause I really, a lot of times I get into a situation and I default to a certain type of self-deprecating humor mm-hmm. and that's fine. It can break t- tension. It's, you know, it's a thing that I've done. However, sometimes I sell myself short when I do that. And I found that doing the affirmations and saying, I am this, I am that allows me to sort of pre-program my mind. So I'm not making automatic, automatic choices that I'm not conscious of just like a little bit of space between me and an old behavior or a person I don't want to be like, I will literally go through, I'm going to do my affirmations right here on this podcast. These are mine. I am beautiful. I do hard things and get things done. I'm healthy and make healthy choices. I'm understood and accepted. I belong. I am worthy. I'm a star, even though I don't know what that means. I, um, I don't put the even though, but I don't know what I mean by that, but I like to think I'm a star. Um, I'm a star. Uh, I'm a prolific writer and I exercise regularly. I am fit. And then I added, I love me and I love my body. And I say those all the time. What I found really interesting is by saying things like I'm healthy and I make healthy choices, having said that like three times in a day, every once in a while, like I do some intermittent fasting, I do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I gave up gluten and then I went and got gluten and then I totally, all my joints started hurting again. So now I'm back off gluten again. I did one day, no gluten. It was a, uh, no, it was two days. It was like a 24 hour period that stretched across two days. If you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just say that that half of a filet of fish that I got for $2 in the drive through and, uh, those brownie bites, not worth it, Brianna, not worth the pain. Mm-hmm. It took like four days and I'm still sick right now. So no, no on the gluten. I also went out and I think that's where I got a cold. I haven't been out in public in two years. I go out immediately get a cold. I don't know if it's COVID. I'm getting a test tomorrow. I haven't been anywhere yet. Long story, even longer. Uh, But by saying I'm healthy and make healthy choices, uh, when I'm getting ready to eat the brownie bites, like like I did on that Sunday, I haven't done that a lot. Do you know what I mean? Like I was at a memorial service. So I was like, you know, I'll eat brownie bites to soothe my grief. Um, Mm -hmm. The rest of the week, I'm like, you know, not necessarily what we normally do. Like now I can give up. Like until then, I'd gone all of Thanksgiving until Sunday with no gluten at all. And you and I gave up like sugar and I stopped eating a lot of processed foods. And I found it was a lot easier to do to just tell myself, you know, I'm healthy and I make healthy choices. Like we decided to pick up exercise and I was like, yeah, I'm, I, I exercise regularly. I'm fit. And so that makes me want to pull out that treadmill more. That makes me want to work out more. That makes me want to remember to do my physical therapy exercises by like assuming it's part of my identity. It alters the trajectory of what my day is like in a very specific way. Like my actions are different for having said them. Um, and I feel like it's like a reminder. It's a reminder to be the me that I hope to be, but mm-hmm. I get to be that person now. Mm-hmm. It's Before I've always been, 
if I do this, then I'll be a healthy person. And it's like, no, you're a healthy person. Therefore you do this. And it's a slight difference, but it's a big one. Mm -hmm. It is a slight difference. And I think you helped me to, you know, in our conversations about all of this over the last couple of years, you helped me to kind of see, see that, see that slight difference and understand because I'm the same way, right? It used to be like, well, you know, when I do X, then Y. Usually it was like something involving probably weight loss. When I do this, then I'll get X. <laughs> so right? for, me, for me, it's always 20 to 50 pounds, somewhere in there. Right. And then, then I can, I'll be, then I'll be healthy. Then I'll be like amazing. Um, or then I can do, go off and have fun and, and, and be, you know, this wild woman or whatever it is that I, that I want to do, which I'm a wild woman. That's one of mine. Uh, I, I think in understanding with the positive affirmations that we talk about that idea of who we are now, for me, what that really tapped into, as you said, it's, it's, I am. And so then I make the choices to support that. I felt like in my step toward positivity, in my step toward, um, really like affirming myself, I feel like it helps me to say that, then it almost like this idea of like, I want to make sure that I keep my word to myself. Like, if I say this is who I am, if I say that this I am, you know, I, I do this or I do that, then when I when I go to make my choices, you know, it forces me most of the time, it's not 100%, most of the time, right? I'll even take for most days 70, 30. <laughs> but for most of the time, it forces me to be much more present to the choices that I'm making so that I can say, oh, okay, here's what's in front of me. I'm going to do this. And then sometimes it's like, wait, wait, wait. But I am, you know, I'm working towards a uh, I'm working towards something different. So let me make the choice that gets me to that. Let me make the choice that supports my affirmation, which in, in turn, like encourages me to just keep making those positive and affirming choices. It's like a nice, lovely little loop, right? A little um, circle cycle. I can't think of the right word, but uh, that I just, as I started, it was hard. It was embarrassing. I did it with a lot of eye rolling, <laughs> but as I was doing it, as we were doing these affirmations, and again, it's not all the time, I'm still working on it, but as I do it, I feel like um, I just keep feeding and it, and it grows a little bit more. So maybe before, you know, I did the, I was doing the affirmations and I could catch myself and make a choice to support that affirmation I'm just making up numbers here, but two times in a week. And then it just kept growing so that maybe now it's three times or four times or whatever. Again, I'm making up numbers, but I know and I can feel and I can see that my choices and my actions and how I'm thinking about things in just this short amount of time has changed to support these affirmations that I have been sharing and I've changed mine, you know, over the weeks that we've been doing this because I feel like almost like I, when we started, I had like my starter set, <laughs> like I just need the basics. <laughs> like, let me just get this. I am, you know, I am beautiful. Boom. Uh, I got to start there um, just with some basic stuff. And then it's 
it has grown uh, from there to help me, almost like help me take more chances in support of that adventuresome kind of, that adventuresome, those adventure, next adventurous steps, I guess is what I'm saying, trying to say. And I just am really, really excited about where this is going next. And I can't, you know, I mean, this has been, uh, I mean, I don't, it's just been a couple of weeks and already things just are really moving and, and feels like things are transitioning or changing and, and all in uh, ways that I don't know, can't see, don't really care. <laughs> I don't care where it's going. I just know it's going somewhere. And that to me is really exciting. I love that you talk about the it being exciting because I feel like the affirmations are a way of you know, I'm a person one of in in the Clifton Strengths, which I talk about all the time because I guess I'm part of that cult now. Um, mm-hmm. But in that Clifton Strengths, my number one strength or my number one talent is being futuristic, right? So I'm always great at envisioning a future. But one of the traps that I go into is I always think of, oh, one day I'll be this. And what I really love about an affirmation is it takes that one day and it makes that day today. And mm-hmm. so, does every choice I make is it healthy? I, one of the things I also say is I'm worthy and I am I'm a prolific writer. Well, what this does, though, when I say that and I say I am that, it gives me an opportunity to live the dream now. And it changes the way I look at the day. It legitimately, oh, I've got 15 minutes. Let me go ahead and work on the book for 15 minutes. Oh, I have a choice between eating this or that. I'll just choose something a little more healthy. What's really interesting is, you know, I had my doctor's appointment in January. We looked at my numbers. They're some of the best numbers I've had in years. Mm-hmm. Um And it looked really promising. And he said, you know, what did you change? And I said, I stopped eating most processed foods. Like I started cooking all of my own foods. And when I did eat out on occasions, it wasn't processed foods. And he was like, yeah, you know, you could really see my cholesterol numbers were back. My, my blood pressure was pretty good. It's not as good as it normally is, but I, I blame the um, parking lot hecticness. Um, Okay. 124 over 70 instead of, you know, my normal 120 over 70. Actually, I used to be like 110 over 65, but then I had low blood pressure. But, you know, not that bad. And, uh, but, you know, it was one of those deals where like, okay, grab your shoes off the scale or we're running over here now. Do you know what I mean? Because there's no one there but me. It was mm-hmm. great. Long story even longer. I love the idea of being able to live the dream now. That someday is today. That one day, I I got so wrapped up in the... If I lose 30 pounds, then I'll be healthy. If No, I can be healthy today. I can be beautiful right now. One of the things I did when I went out was, and I know this sounds ridiculous, I've always, I have like an hourglass figure and they always tell you that you need to draw attention to your waist. And so the idea is you wear like a belt around your waist, like a belt over the shirt is one of those looks. And I've always loved that look. Mm-hmm. But whenever I put it in, it's like, well, but then from the side, I look like I got a poochy tummy. And then people think, and what am I? Biggest fears, Brianna, has been to put forth an effort and look worse for having done it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when it's just like, well, this is just how I came. I didn't bother to get dressed up. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to put the belt the way I like it. I'm going to wear the shoes that I want. I'm going to dress as nice as I would like. And I'm going to decide that I love the way I look. And that's that. And so when I went down, you know, the place that I went to was on Melrose, you know, it was very interesting for me to be walking down Melrose as a middle-aged lady, as opposed to the young person where I used to spend a lot of time there. 
And I will say, though, I felt great. And I felt great meeting the people. And I'd also told myself over and over again, you know, I am understood and accepted. I belong. And so I made it a point to visualize before I went there, because a lot of these friends are friends of mine from when I was very awkward and I really wanted to be accepted. And I really wanted to belong to the comedy community. And I did. And seeing all those people, a lot of times when you've made a lot of progress, sometimes you go into an old environment and you revert. And one of the things I told myself beforehand, I did the wish outcome obstacle plan, the WHOOP method Mm -hmm. that I've talked about often. You can go to whoopmylife.org if you haven't seen it. And basically what I wanted to happen was I wanted to, to feel that belonging while I was there. And if I didn't, by chance, I would look and see how far I'd come. So it was a nice experiment. I went there and I felt absolutely at ease. I totally felt like I belonged. And I let myself... There were like a couple of conversations where the people I were ta- I was talking to were awkward. And I realized this conversation isn't fun. I'm going to go to the fun conversation over here, mm-hmm. which normally I wouldn't let myself do. I would like feel responsible to the sort of friends of the friendless. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, because I've always, I understand what it's like to be awkward, but I just wanted to have a good time. So like I spoke and I did the polite exit go get food over here and then just join another conversation, which is something mm-hmm. that I don't usually do. And honestly, I had way more fun for having done it. I even did the thing where you ask, oh, is this seat taken? Because it's the seat you want. But I used to always assume that it was taken. Mm-hmm. Well, I asked and it wasn't. And they were glad to have me there. And it's just interesting to see how if you tell yourself you belong, you can feel that belonging in that moment. And It was just really, it was a really fun and nice evening. Yes, I ended up getting sick with God knows what this is, Um, but (laughs) COVID test comes through Amazon tomorrow. But uh, I did have a good time while I was there. Mm -hmm. I love that. Oh, that's so great. And just, there's a lot in there uh, related to the affirmations and the positive self-talk and trying out new things for yourself um, to get you to kind of getting to that space where you know you want to be. And I think that is a key for the affirmations as well, that it's, it's not, for me, I feel like too, it's not just this place or this kind of life I've imagined for myself, but like from a, you know, like a deeper internal sense of like where I'm meant to be or where I'm supposed to be or where I really want to be in my life. And I think from from what what I've been trying to do is attach attach kind of this I don't know how to describe it, but like I guess finally allowing myself to say, well what like here's here's who you would like to be so and and then asking myself so like what are you afraid of or why are you worried about going for that and there's a you know there's a number of things that are probably attached to that which I'm working on letting go of (laughs) um but I feel like each time we do these affirmations I'm getting a little bit closer uh to to either fully understanding what that is and then being able to really work towards what that is. I I don't know. I just think, you know, we talked about it last week 
when we were talking outside of the podcast, but just the sense of identity and, and just like who I'm like, I feel like I'm, you know, this, uh, I don't like saying middle-aged, but I'll say it, this middle-aged lady. And I still don't like, I, for a long time, just felt like I still don't know my purpose or what I'm supposed to do. And so I feel like in working on these affirmations and working on some of the um, extraneous isn't the right word, but working on kind of like coming at it like from another way, like I had to get my head straight or get my mind right. And then I could see like, oh, this is what it is. Okay, this is where I need to go. Okay, now I have a better idea. And what's great is now I know how to do the affirmations. So as this becomes clearer for me of what I want my pur- what my purpose is and where I'm supposed to be or what I want to do, I just feel like now I've got this other toolkit or excuse me, this other tool in my kit, the affirmations that's just going to help me help me to be encouraged and to help me get there. I totally agree because I think the hope behind positive affirmations is that we do have that an idea of ourselves that we can carry into the present and into each moment to make different choices. I think the thing that makes it hard is absolutely the self-consciousness and the hokiness of it and the worry of what other people are going to think. Um, and I think the way to do it is to really think of what I'm most insecure about and then decide that I am going to be not that. And I know this sounds really weird, but I feel like Before I was doing the affirmations, positive affirmations, I think I had some negative affirmations that were like bad ideas that I had Mm -hmm. about me where I told myself I didn't belong. I was always an outcast. I'm always a little bit of a weirdo. Um, People don't really like the look of me or I'd make jokes like I'm kind of a niche person. Do you know what I mean? Like, a, (laughs) and and I may very well be a niche person, but the truth of the matter is I can it doesn't mean I'm not accepted and that I don't belong. But what I would do is I would take these concepts about myself and I would run those things through my head. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I'm always going to be judged. I'm never going to be good enough. That's why I'm worthy is one of mine. And I'm a prolific writer. And I would say to myself every day, like, oh my God, you're just not writing. You're totally screwing up your life. And I'm not saying I never say that. On the other hand, having affirmations daily that counteract that thought, I think keeps me from constantly acting like the person I'm afraid I'm going to be. And I think I used to believe erroneously that if I worried about what I worried was going to go wrong enough, that somehow worrying about it was like in some monkey's paw universe way, going to keep it at bay. Mm -hmm. Like the second I didn't worry about it, it was going to come and get me. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And and that actually isn't the case. I, I've talked about this a million times, but that dirt bike rider guy, mm-hmm. Frank, whatever his name was, talked about seeing the rock. And when you're a dirt bike rider and you ride your bike, when you're really young and you don't feel like there are any rocks and you just ride and ride and you're just good, you win a lot of races. And he says, you know a kid's going to make it when he gets into a major accident, right? He hits a rock. And then how he comes back after that, because now he realizes there are rocks. And there are some kids who never come back. All they see are the rocks. And when you're looking for where the rocks are to avoid them, if you don't look to the clear path, you got to look at the rock and then look to the clear path. 
you're actually aiming your bike right for that rock. And I think my constant worrying about, oh my God, I'm going to be judged. They're not going to like me. Oh my God. Made me do things that were annoying. Somebody who's constantly looking for reassurance is not a fun person to be around. Mm -hmm. Somebody who's constantly worried about the way they look and is like, so they're, you know, checking their face all the time. Or do you think my outfit's okay? I don't know if my outfit's okay. It, it, It is not a fun, it's not a fun look to be that neurotic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So in a lot of ways, I was creating a me that I didn't like by not counteracting those thoughts. And by just telling myself, I'm a prolific writer. I can cut off those negative thinking, like part of, somebody actually asked me when I went on Sunday, how do you write so many books? And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I've written like 19 books. Mm-hmm. Um I said, well, I spent about two months worrying why am I not writing a book? And then I (laughs) write really hard for about four weeks. Mm -hmm. And they laughed. And uh, that is the truth. That is how I write so many books. I spend a period of time worrying why I'm not writing. And then I write it. And then I write the next one uh, in the almost exact same manner every time. And to just accept that that's how I write a lot of books is uh, freeing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That is my process. And what a wonderful process it is. It's working. (laughs) It's very, I found writer after writer has a very similar process. There are some writers who do write every single day. I used to be one of them. But when I said I wrote every day, some days it would be like 20 words. Frankly, now that I've let go of that, it just feels so much better. Nothing's more demoralizing than me writing 20, like 20 words on a calendar. Just Mm -hmm. looking at it going, really? Really? Hey. 20. It's something. Um, yeah, I'd rather have nothing, honestly. <laughs> so that's why I'd rather just wander around. <laughs> nice. I think uh, one of the things that's been great with the affirmations is uh, having them, first of all, having them written, because I use, which you turned me on to, I use the Yap app for mine. Um, so they will just pop up for me randomly. But if I need to if I need a quick hit in the day, they're right there for me. I think one of them, like what you've just what you've just described, that idea that it uh, changing how we experience like worry or anxiety or nervousness. I feel like the having the affirmations, having them in you know in my phone, so they're with me all the time. One, they'll pop up, and sometimes you know one will pop up. Sometimes it feels like oh. How did you know? Yep, yep, that's the one I needed. And sometimes just like a super one, it'll come randomly. And it just, I don't know, the whole process just makes me smile because probably because I had so much resistance to it. And now I'm just like, uh huh, I get it. Uh, but what I found is if I am in kind of one of these um, more, maybe. I don't know if it's necessarily negative, but starting to worry, starting to, I'll say negative, I guess, uh, be a little bit more negative, be a little bit more, um, oh no, I don't know how this is going to work out, or I don't know how I'm going to do. Um, I, It's so helpful to just be able to pop in there and uh, look at that, or if it's one that I just, you know, an affirmation that I just, you know, have, it's one of the easier ones that I have to just be able to pull it quick and just say it to myself. Sometimes if I have to say it a couple times, just to, just to kind of, 
again, that sense of having a little bit of armor just like to like push that negative thought or that negative um, energy, get it, get it away, or at least have a little bit of a buffer so I can get some space to, to look at really what's going on. So yes, um, I do them uh, every day, you know, we do them back and forth, but I have found that just having them there and written and ready to go when I need them also helps in those moments when uh, my thought process is maybe starting to derail me a little bit. Absolutely. I totally agree. And I think it's interesting that we're revisiting this after we did the letting it, letting go episode, Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of the things that my affirmations are, are things that I'm willing to let go of. Like I used to just make jokes about being like a couch potato or an indoor cat. And you know what? I could be a healthy indoor cat and maybe I can learn to love the outdoors. I don't know. I might, it could be something. Mm -hmm. I like the beach. Does that, I mean, that's outdoors. Um, I'm trying to think of other things outside. I like um, wind, you know, there's that. Um, Mm -hmm. It's always just so far. Do you know what I mean? But nature, Mm -hmm. why is it a yard when it's close by, but it's nature when you've got to drive in your car for forever. But regardless, (laughs) I'm willing to let go of the idea that just because I'm a smart, like book person, right. That doesn't mean I can't find some sort of activity outside that I enjoy. I like, I'm willing to let go of that part of my personality. And I know what I got out of that. Do you know what I mean? I got to be uh, one of the cool kids smirking at the people who were participating, you know, on the bleachers because, you know, frankly, I didn't feel like I could participate in a way that would let me win. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I like to win things. And so when I am, not good at something I don't want to play mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so um so yeah so willing to like being let go of that and then willing to say okay then what is it that you're going to enjoy about being healthy and make healthy choices and what is it I exercise regularly I'm fit one of the things I decided to do was I was reading that joy of movement book um and honestly it was making me really sad <laughs> mm-hmm the McGonagall ladies joy of movement because she just kept talking about like how great it was to be in a group and I'm like I'm in the middle of a pandemic I can't work out in a group this is really sad and I just started like I just stopped reading that book to be honest this is not the time in mm-hmm. history to read that that group is you know better kind of deal so um, I was like but what is it about this that I could really love like what can I love about doing this and I decided um, you know whenever I'm fantasizing like I'm a rock star in my room the truth of the matter is I can't dance and sing at the same time Brianna because I get breathless <laughs> and so I decided well if I'm going to be a rock star I'm going to um, I'm going to practice singing on the treadmill like singing at the top of my lungs right and mm-hmm. I can only do that in my room right in the day when nobody's home like you can't do that in a gym so this is perfect and I've got to tell you it is so much fun one, my singing's getting better. And two, like, I won't let myself listen to my favorite. Like, I listen to Walking on Sunshine. You know what I mean? I like all these pumped up positive songs that I do. I don't let myself listen to those songs unless I'm on the treadmill. So if I get the, like, the want to hear that song, like, I have to get on the treadmill and do it. And it's like, it's made me go faster and further and do more. And my singing is a little better. And um, I have a genuine good time. And I catch myself actually craving to want to do it. That's awesome. (laughs) 
And I never thought I would be the kind of person who'd be like, oh man, I'm so sad that I'm sick because I'm too breathless to get on my treadmill today. But I was. Mm -hmm. I was genuinely sad. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's a new one. That's great. That's like a healthy person thing. Right. Look at me. So I was happy to be sad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited that I'm sad. (laughs) (laughs) This is a new thing. Oh, that's so great. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, Well, so that kind of makes me think about where, you know, we talked about, you know, when we wanted to do this episode, like where we want to take. So this is where we've been with the affirmations and kind of this idea of where we want to take it next or what what's kind of next for us. And I feel like um, uh, like I, I am at this place where I feel feel like I did just change mine up a little bit and I looking at mine they're more of um because I feel like you know you were talking about you don't want to do anything uh, historically not anymore historically uh you didn't want to play if you knew you couldn't win and I feel like mine was is has been not anymore I didn't want to play if I couldn't see what the outcome was going to be you know, like I couldn't, if I couldn't see what was coming next or what was up, which I think is, you know, that's not unusual. So um, most of my affirmations are, are related to me just being able to participate or step into something, like to step into the unknown and knowing that I will be okay for whatever happens next. And I feel like that's, you know, as I look at continuing to use the affirmations, because I will say, um, I am. I mean, I said it a little bit ago, but I am sad or I notice when I forget to do mine, Um, whether it's I forget to say it. And when I look at my phone and I kind of blow it off because I've done that feeling like, oh, I'm too busy right now to just stop what I'm doing and say this one sentence. So full of crap. Um, Or if, like I said, it's um, for whatever reason, I uh, forget to do it in the polo I feel like the next day like oh no I forgot and like so I do it right away uh in the morning and it's always like this is my one from yesterday I'll talk to you later (laughs) for today because it's just started to become such a part and now I'm I'm really excited to see where I can take it like what else I can I don't want to make it about accomplishments necessarily but a little bit I'm going to say what I can what can happen next? Because I feel like in just this short amount of time, I've had such a shift and I get so, I just have so much, I just have so much excitement. And that's not to say everything's going perfectly because it's not. The world is still the world and things are still happening, but I just can't speak to how, just how possible things feel if I can be a little bit, I mean, I feel a little bit dorky saying that, but I don't care. Guess what? I'm a dork. (laughs) That's my new affirmation. I can be nerdy. I can be optimistic. I can be a little bit of an idealist. Nope. I can just be an idealist. No qualifiers. Um, I can be excited about the possibilities of things. All of that is great. And I am excited to see where these affirmations can lead. Yes, I love that because I like the idea of taking a moment or several moments throughout the day to remember why you believe in you. And I think when you start to believe in yourself, other people start to believe in you as well. 
And if I can work, if I can walk through the world believing in me, and one of my favorite affirmations is I do hard things and get things done. Because it's not like a Pollyanna, I am wonderful and everything's going to be awesome all the time. I want to acknowledge that there will be discomfort and I can weather that discomfort. And things will be hard and I will still get things done. And I love the idea that I can become the kind of person who is extraordinary in a way that I care about. Mm. And I just, I really want everyone to consider what are the things that they deeply in their heart wish they were and to give themselves an opportunity every day to look at themselves as if they are that now. Mm-hmm. Because a seed always has within it what a tree is. Do, do you know what I'm saying? There's mm-hmm. nothing inherently different in who you are. You are who you are. You get to be that now. I don't, I, I have this feeling about before and after photos with weight loss or health transformations or whatever you want to say it, where I believe that people should always smile in the before photo. Because the truth of the matter is, everybody runs around and compliments the app. I, I've had like some before after pictures and I've gained the weight back. And everybody loves after Christy, right? Everybody loves after Christy. Oh my God, you did so great. But you know who did it? After Christy didn't do it. After Christy gained the weight back, Brianna. <laughs> okay. Everybody loves after Christy. You know who did the work, who made the healthy choices before Christy, mm-hmm. before Christy did all of that. And so you are that healthy person now. I'm healthy and I make healthy choices. Listen, I'm healthy in my mind. Yes, right now I have a cold. Yes, I have some, turns out I have sleep apnea. But why was I ready to tackle that? Because I'm making healthy choices now. I'm talking to my doctor about all of the things I'm going to, like part of being a healthy person is going to the doctor. Part of being a healthy person is watching your diet. Part of being a healthy person is doing that. And if I am doing these things, then I am those things. I am what I do. I am what I think. I think, therefore I am. And to just have that loop, like close and be, live the dream today. Live as the person you've always wanted to be now. And you will get to enjoy your life sooner. Don't fall into the trap that I fell into for years, Brianna, where I waited. I I saw a picture. I looked up laundromat comedy on the internet. And I found somebody who did like an interview and he finally just posted it on YouTube, you know, 25 years later. Yeah. And I saw a picture of me, young me, and I started to criticize myself in my mind. And I went, no, you know, you look great. Mm -hmm. You looked great then. You look great now. What good does it do you to just constantly be tearing yourself apart through every gap in your teeth? It's cute. Mm -hmm. It looks cute. You look cute. By the way, you actually tucked in your shirt for this interview. Good on you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. (laughs) I, I think you hit on so much there. I think one of the things you helped me to see when we did the episode the first time around is the importance of when doing the affirmation of using the phrase, I am. 
So I know because I was skeptical at first, I was using a lot of you, like you got this, you can, you know, you can do X, Y, and Z. So it was almost like I was talking at myself instead of talking about myself. And I feel like in just changing that, you know, those words from you can or you are to I am, it really, like, like, I feel like I could just feel that in my body, like I could feel it, like, in my being, if that's, I don't care, it can be corny, uh, because I am right now, I am doing X, Y, and Z. I am this person. I am living, as you said, to the person that I want to be. And I just feel like it's important. It was important for me to understand or to make that, make that change. And then to feel how, how that was different to see then where I could go with it. Uh, And I just, you know, what you share just made me think of how, how the words are important. So I think in the beginning, aside from using you versus I am, I was also doing some, um, I'll say hedge your bet affirmations, where I was maybe um, offering affirmations that seemed tangible, like that seemed like I don't know, I'll call them like a low ball, like, yep, I can do this. But then I thought, well, wait, what's the point of this? If the point is, as you said, to really live to that person or to that place or to be that person I really want to be, then I think I need to stretch myself a little bit and really go for it. Um, I'm working with a leadership coach right now. And I recognize I have done a lot of things that are safe, right? Like I've done things that are adjacent to kind of living my dreams or, you know, some of the things that I've wanted to do because they're the safer option or the more reasonable option of that. And I'm working with this leadership coach and she's like, yeah, I don't, (laughs) she maybe wasn't this harsh, but this is kind of how I heard it was. She basically said, I don't really want to work on this if it's, if you're not all in, if it's not really what like gets you excited and fires you up. And I was like, okay. (laughs) And so I had to like take a chance and just talk about like, okay, this is what I want to do. And I felt very embarrassed to say it out loud. But as soon as I did, and as soon as we started talking about it, all of a sudden, I just thought, like something shifted. And now I have these affirmations that are helping me work toward that. And I'm using it not as the you, hey, you over there, that person for me in the future or me in the past or whatever, me, I am the, per, you know, right now, right this second, I am doing this and it just is or I can do this which was one of mine I got this I think was one of mine um for those anxiety ridden moments but uh just uh, making that distinction and then really taking the chance to say this is what I want this is what I'm going for and then building my affirmations around it and then using that I am has made the difference absolutely I totally agree 
I think one of the problems that I've always had with the concept of affirmations is, so what am I doing? Am I just lying to myself? <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. Right. It's like, cause some of them felt like when I first started saying I am beautiful. Right. Um, I was like, but are you, you know, really? I mean, mm-hmm. cause I know some people who called you ugly and you kind of have a double chin and you got those weird teeth and there's a lot of things that point to that not being true. On the other hand, once I started saying I am beautiful, I can make a case for the other thing though. Like one, the strongest case I have for it is, isn't everybody beautiful Mm -hmm. in their own way? And is there anybody in the world who thinks I'm beautiful? Yes, actually there is. Why can't I be one of those people? Like, why do I have to be the critical fan of me? Like, if I get to pick any thought I have about myself, why am I picking the cruddy ones? Like, why is the voice in my head of like, um... You ever see Waldorf and Statler in The Muppet Show? They're the guys who sit in the back. (laughs) Like, why am I heckling myself on a daily basis? Like, if I get to live the world as me, why don't I have, like, happy voices in my head? Like, why why are the evil voices or the heckling Muppets um, the voices that are true? Like, it's subjective. Beauty is subjective. So can't I just say I am? Like... And when I force my brain to make a case for that it's true, one of my affirmations is I am rich. And people are like, well, you really only have about $1,800 in the bank, are you? And then I'm like, yeah, I am. Because when you look at the whole world, I'm rich. Mm. I'm doing all right. I'm doing great. I just want to get richer. Mm -hmm. But I'm rich. I'm rich right now. There's plenty of people who are not as rich as I am. And I'm sorry for them, but it doesn't mean I have to like spit in the face of my good fortune. Like I get to appreciate what I have. And by doing that, I can have more. And so once I got around that idea of, like, I didn't want to say it because I didn't want to be lying to myself. But when I started saying it, I started making it how it could be true right now. What if I were beautiful right now? Well, I can be. I know some people who actually thought that about me, who still think that about me, who could think that about me. I can think that about me. Why can't I? Why do my teeth have to be ugly? Why can't they be cute and original? You know, mm-hmm. I never hated David Bowie's original teeth. And then he got them all fixed. And I was like, ah, oh, that's different. You look good, but it's weird to not have, you know, to not have David Bowie with his labyrinth style teeth, to have him with his really nice teeth, you know, at the end. And I was like, are those veneers? What did they do? Um, but long story, even longer. I can like my teeth, all gappy, whatever they are. I can like my big chuggy cheeks. They're cute. They make me look young. I can like, I can think of myself as being rich. All of these things can be true. And so if you find yourself saying, I don't want to be lying to myself, create the case, start, stop creating the case for why you're not what you want to be. Create the case for why you are. And if you can't just say it anyway, what I love about the concept of an affirmation that made me really excited about it was that, are you telling me if I say what's basically, you know, under three dozen words, every day, which takes maybe a minute and a half, that I might change the choices I make on a daily basis so that I can live a happier and better life. Like the risk reward ratios are so low. What? So I waste my breath? Big deal. I've wasted thousands of dollars on weird makeup tips and crazy (laughs) diet schemes and all kinds of other stuff where just to try and make myself feel better about me. The idea that I could take you know, say out loud in a room alone, three dozen words, not that big of a risk. Go for it. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. And just to 
yes, for some people, this is, you know, this probably, or this may come pretty easily. And for some others, it may be very, it may be difficult to get started. And all I can say is stick with it. Um, it gets easier. We both have talked about it was very uncomfortable to start this. And it certainly was uncomfortable, even saying it in the app. I mean, we weren't even saying these live to each other. And I was still like, Oh, brother, <laughs> this is rough. And uh, there was a lot of like, um, you know, sarcasm and like this sarcastic, almost like a sarcastic apology that you had to hear me say these things. And then eventually, um, man, that just shifted and I was excited to do it. So just, yes, if you, I love this idea, you know, the, that you've shared that if it just takes, I think you said a minute and a half, uh, a couple times a day or once a day or how, whatever, um, and you can have such a discernible, a discernible transformation, change, different outlook, I think it's, it's amazing. So if it's difficult, if you're going to try it, and it's difficult in the beginning, I would just say stick with it. And whether you're doing it, you know, with you know, just to yourself, if you're finding a way to find an affirmation buddy and doing it with someone uh, and it's difficult or uncomfortable, truly, truly just saying, uh, recommending that you stick with it because uh, it really can, it really can be helpful. And that brings us to our mission for this, uh, for this week. So the mission is to pick an affirmation just one and say it out loud. And that's to yourself or to your affirmation buddy, but to do it every day. So try that. And we would love to hear from you. And now it's easier than ever to connect with us. Go to positiveviewpodcast.com. That's positiveview, podcast, and click on the message icon to leave us a voicemail. Yes, and new episodes come out every other Monday. Please take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast because it helps more people find us. Also, if you're enjoying the Positive View podcast, share us with your friends. That is our show for today. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Christy Murphy. And I'm your other host, Brianna G. We'll talk soon.